Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, The Conscious Kitchen. Hi, I'm Liz, a 21st century hippie who hugs my laptop as much as I hug trees. As a vegan for almost 10 years, I've been a leader in the animal rights movement. My obsession with all things eco-friendly sparked my career as a marketing consultant, where I connect sustainable brands with conscious consumers. Laura and I are great friends with a passion to uplift our generation. From cooking for celebrities to creating less waste or tips on mental health, Conscious Kitchen is your how-to guide for living with integrity in this wild, wild world. What's up, guys? I'm Mara, a modern-day Renaissance woman. For the past 12 years, I was a co-founder of the cult streetwear brand Dime Piece, but now I'm living in Madrid, Spain, experimenting curiously within the realm of food, wellness, and travel. I'm also helping people find their true potential through life coaching and mentorship. Liz and I magically met in LA and became the best of friends and roommates. We loved to cook and had consciously rich discussions in our kitchen. There was a vibe, a warmth, and magic that happened there. Conscious Kitchen is an extension of our heart-to-heart talks of comfort and connection. What's up, podcast family? What is up? What's up? What's going on, everybody? We are wrapping up season two. Season two! I can't believe it, Liz. This is insane. I know. It's crazy. We started this now, what, two years ago? And we have 20 episodes under our belt. So exciting. It's really exciting. I mean, this really has been a labor of love, like truly organic and just, wow, having a podcast is like real work. It's not like some, like, I mean, everything on social media and media is, takes a lot of work. It's a lot of behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. But I'm, but you know, having this podcast is so, it's so gratifying and so rewarding at the end of the day, just putting out really good content and just, you know, self-improvement stuff that's been really helping people that listen to us. So. Yeah, it's been fun. It's it's also really fun to bring on guests and get really inspired with our conversations with them. Because you never know what we're going to talk about. Well, we know sort of, but we never know what our guest is going to say until they're on. And our talks have been so inspirational over this time. It's been really awesome to watch it all flourish. Yeah. And, you know, with since March, you know, earlier this year with the whole pandemic is just it's it's really beautiful just to have these kind of like pl- this platform just be able to talk about you know all the things that have happening with you know the black lives matter movement the uprising the pandemic yes. you know we've put so much even information about like how to improve your like digestive and your immune system through this whole pandemic like yeah. you know and it's beautiful because it's like we can record with being in separate rooms with people right. and be able to still get, give out that good information yeah. while, you know, being so far away from each other and being safe still, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had to adapt because usually what we used to do is have guests come to my spot in LA and we would record with them. And once the pandemic hit, we were like, oh shit, we can't meet with anyone now. What are we going to do? Lauren, I had to adapt super quick. So I think that that's one of the key notes of, of just business in general is being adaptive and when something comes up, you got to find another way to make it work. And we quickly did that. And so we've been interviewing everyone virtually and doing it all this way. It's been working out. Yeah. And I think that, you know, podcasts are definitely, you know, they've been around for many years, but like just being a part of this type of media, like outlet and platform is just so badass. Like besides like Instagram and TikTok and right. and Facebook, like, I don't know, podcasting, it really is just a really organic and, you know, people can listen to it while they're on their, while they're on the go and all that stuff. But yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to do a recap with y'all and just want to say thank you to all of our listeners, even though our audience is a growing, we really appreciate you guys and, you know, just sharing with your friends and like leaving us reviews so we could get some, you know, 
ratings and stuff so we could be more global with y'all. But we just want to say thank you guys for listening so far. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. We've been loving whenever we see a review pop up. We love seeing your honest feedback. You know, constructive criticism is super dope. So keep it coming and keep sharing it. We're going to have a lot for you guys next season. We're super excited. We're going to go super hard. We're going to go super hard next season. Right, Laura? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're truly trying to get bigger, you know, and we're just, yeah, Anchor, we're on Anchor, and, you know, we're trying to grow more on Spotify, and, you know, it's crazy, like, um, Michelle Obama just got picked up through Spotify. No. Um, She has her, yeah, she has her own exclusive podcaster there, Joe Rogan. Get out. I heard, like, yeah, I heard um, Spotify is negotiating Kim Kardashian's podcast. So I think that, like, I think really, like, you know, we we definitely want to be the leading podcast for you guys. So anything that you guys want to help or contribute to, you know, DM us on Instagram. We're at the Conscious Kitchen pod. So hit us up on there. Yes. But moving on, Liz and I have all these amazing guests, you know, people that are very influential, you know, things like that. So we kind of just wanted to give a wrap up of the season and, and like, let you guys know what we've been up to you know, um, and just dive into that because things have been happening. Yeah. Things are moving. Things yeah. are shaking. Yeah, things, you know? things are moving. Things are shaking. And since we're always interviewing our guests, we don't get to share too much of what's happening with us. And we have a lot of things going on too that we want to share with you. So let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So basically, I got super sick this last week. Um. I got super sick. So and scary. I was so fucking worried. Like… It was crazy. Like last week, um, I went to the river. I went to meet up with some homegirls that I met here in Spain. Because like living here in Spain has been really hard. Like connecting with girls and finding my new community of friends. So these two really awesome girls took me to the river. And I think I ate like some canned food that was like really bad. Oh. And yeah, it was pretty bad. And I, I finally diagnosed this from asking friends and family. Yeah. And so Monday I got really sick. Um... Monday, I got really sick. I got a fever. Tuesday, I was like pain in pain. Yeah. And like, it was crazy. Like, I understand as women, like our threshold for pain is really high. For sure. Yeah, we, we can be uncomfortable, it feels like, for longer periods of time. Yeah, because what? We birth babies, right? <laughs> I, I just think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, definitely. Like, but for other reasons, I think, too. <laughs> Yeah, I so had a fever. I was like, okay, shit, I got COVID. I was like, oh my god, I have to like, you know, detain myself. Like, yeah, we were put super myself worried. in the room. Yeah, like my boyfriend was wearing a mask around me, and then yeah. he was taking my temperature every, you know, so often. So my temperature was getting pretty high. Yeah, you know, like body aches, pains. Um, you know, you know when you get out of bed and you just have that rush of that headache that just like hits you in the face and you can't move, like. Dude, I was like, okay, this is a fever and I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So Wednesday, I was like feeling it. It was like progressively getting worse and I was like in pain and I was like having these huge cramps in my stomach and I was like, oh my God, like, ah, like crying. And my boyfriend was finally like, all right, I'm taking you to the emergency room. Yeah. And yeah, and I've never been in the emergency room in my life. Wow. Like ever. Not even like when I lived in America. No way. And no, I've never been in the emergency room yeah. because even like my mom was a registered nurse, like Filipino hardcore registered nurse, like her whole life, pretty much. I would complain about one little thing and my mom was like, 
no, like you do not need to go to the hospital. Like you're fine. You could heal at home. Like you don't need to go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So like my, yeah, like it's crazy. Like, so my threshold of pain was always like, I deal with it at home. I'll heal. So my boyfriend was like, you have like private medical insurance. In Spain, I pay like 60 euros, which is like equivalent to like $75 in the US. And I have, yes. yeah, and I, and I have private medical care. So, right. um, and you, and yeah. how do you get, how do you get that? How, are, are you, how do you get that through Spain? Um, I mean, since I'm on like a green card visa or whatever I have, I, you have to pay for that. To, li- to have okay. like the type of thing I have, like I have to have a covered, I have to have a covered um, insurance or, you know, I mean, insurance is free here in Europe, like in Spain. Wow. Um, it could generic like hospital medicine or whatever. They'll treat you for free. Yeah. Um, but private, this private one I have is good for like anything. And wow. it's like the best doctors, which is great. Yeah. And I just found out that um, if I ever have a, a baby here, if I ever like conceive or, you know, I ever get pregnant, the whole, the whole like. To have the baby and yeah. like to go to the the hospital is completely free. Get out! Wow, I was like, what? Yes, <laughs> I know. You know, you know. We're always talking about that here in the U.S. Our healthcare is terrible, but it's it's good for you to have this insight into what it's really like in other countries. Exactly, and so that's the thing. Like in America, I was paying like a hundred and ten dollars for like um you know, like possibly not the highest healthcare coverage, but, you know, I would go online as anyone would do and like, and you'll find like, you know, the local doctor that's attached to your medical, your medical card and go there. I remember going in the States, like going to the healthcare person for like my dermatology or like for a problem I had. And then I would go there and then I'd show them my medical card and they'll be like, well, this isn't your doctor and your, your, your insurance doesn't cover it. Like, doesn't yeah, cover yeah. us. Yeah. And it was so complicated. And it was yeah. like, it was insane. I was paying $100, a m- $110 a month. And that's a lot for someone that, you know, that's a, you know, self, self, um, self-made self business person, you know? Like, being an entrepreneur. Yeah. It's a lot of money a month. On top Dude, yeah. of, like, our expensive yeah. rent in LA, on top of all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, it was crazy. I just handed them my card here in Spain. And I didn't have to pay one thing. I went to, like, four different doctors you know, I went to one doctor, the emergency room. They gave me um, some really high pain medication. They gave me high pain medication. They gave me, um, you know, they, they diagnosed me. And it was super easy. I was there for nine hours and then I left. Dang. Um, yeah. And it was, I didn't have to take out my wallet once. Uh-huh. And everyone was super sweet and super nice. And I just felt like comparison to the States, it was always complicated. I never knew who my private doctor was even though I was paying and then here it's just so easy they, you go in you go out and never have to take never have to take your credit card out and right. it was so seamless and yeah, so yes. easy and I was just like what the fuck this is insane crazy just the only thing is that it probably takes longer right to to do all to go to the doctor does it take more time no no it's basically like um it's basically the same amount of time you would spend at any type of okay. hospital you know when you're at yeah. the hospital in time. general like for tests it takes like the whole day for sure right process papers and all that stuff and i had like i took like so many different tests i took like a urine test a blood test um i took a crazy x-ray i didn't have to pay for any x-rays i didn't have to pay for any mri scans like i had like yeah. a crazy um crazy scan so yeah so yeah. i ended up like figuring out everyone was like okay the doctor was like, you have a cyst in your vagina. And I was like, what? This you is mean, insane. Oh, like, I d- In your ovaries. So the, 
in my ovaries, yeah, mm-hmm. during the emergency room, the evaluation. Yeah. So the next day, I go to my gynecologist, and my gynecologist is like, "Nothing's wrong with you. Like you're totally you don't have um over you don't have cysts in your ovaries. Like that's probably why you're having these insane um, attacks on your on your digestive system." Um, she's like, "Go get tested for COVID." Yeah. And I'm like, "Fuck. Okay, I probably have COVID." She's like, "A lot of girls are coming back with pains." And and problems because it's like uh, you know a minor um, symptom from COVID. Yeah, so I was I, like, damn, like di- diarrhea, right? Because I saw that they're saying that diarrhea is now a sign of it as well. Yeah, I mean, there's so many signs. There's so many different right. types of of symptoms for COVID, right? It's like, but yeah, I was basically in pain for an entire week, and I was just dying and in pain and just completely yeah. not myself. Um, but it was crazy because I still had an appetite. I was always eating. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, we were so wor- was- we were all so worried. We we're like, oh my god, Laura. It was. I'm <laughs> so glad. So glad that test came back uh, negative. Yeah, and so the next day I go, I go get a COVID test, and so like 140 euros, which is a lot for Europeans, yeah. like especially in Spain. Like the average person in Spain makes about um, 900 dollars a month. Damn, and you have um, to pay for the test. You can't find it free anywhere. No. No, even wow. like people with the highest private p- coverage, like it's a way for them to monopolize and make money off of, you know, normal civilians. But yeah, so I paid for the test. Um, I found out online, like in two days later, on, like online, and I was like, I, can't, I was negative. Oh, good. Um, yeah, so that was my, my, was my story. I was thankful I didn't have COVID. I'm Seriously. glad I didn't pass it to anybody, um, to my partner. And the reason why I wanted to get tested was just to make sure I didn't, you know, pass it down to anybody, family members or whatever. But long story short, wear your fucking mask, guys. And it's pretty much illegal here in Europe if you don't wear your mask. It's like illegal to not have your mask on the trains, like um, out and about. When Once you're seated like in restaurants and stuff, like you could take off your mask. But you have, like, if you're not wearing your mask on the street, you look like psycho. You look like a crazy person. Yes. It's illegal. Yeah. And there's hundreds of thousands of old people here. So they're definitely like afraid of further life. Yeah. Because obviously it affects all the older people. So yeah. wear your fucking mask, basically. Yeah. Seriously. Going on. I mean, that's like the whole fucking thing. People, it's like, wait, people don't want to be told to wear masks, but you want to tell people to not get abortions? Get the fuck out of here. Like, what? <laughs> It's like, come on, dude, just wear the mask. It's. I'm glad today in the news came out that Trump is finally telling people to wear masks. It's like, idiot. It's because of you people weren't wearing them. But I'm glad that he finally realized that he made this royal mistake of telling people not to wear them. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, the right wing, the left wing, everyone is wearing a mask in Spain. Yeah. And we were like the first hit, hard hit like country to like get the the pandemic and the lockdown. So we've had like a whole year of this, and no and no one wants like this to continue. Obviously worldwide, yes. But you know, just just the, whatever side you're on, wear your fucking mask. Like obviously, no one no one like believes it until like their family member or their uncle or their cousin dies from it. Yeah. It's like just you don't want to be that on that side of the story, you know? For real. So outside of COVID and your, your experience with it, I'm so glad that that came back negative. Are things looking? How is Spain today? You were out. You were you went out today. How is it looking? Um, I mean, it's getting hot and it's getting super dry, but overall, like people are living their life. They're being cautious, and you know, I think that uh, people are struggling with finances and struggling with because it's summer now. So it's like it's fucked up because there might be another second wave of a lockdown here. They're closing. They might close down the beaches. Oh. So it's like on top of company, like businesses not like getting 
financially hit by the first wave. Summer is like their chance to make like amends and like from tourism. There's zero tourism here and tourism in, in Spain is about, you know, um, it's huge. It's like 60% of their, it's like 30% of their income here all over Spain. So people are just definitely not going to be surviving after the second wave. Damn. Yeah. Damn, that's so, crazy. When did, they, when, when did they say that they, they would let you guys know? I think it's slowly going to happen. Okay. You know? Yeah. But I think people are kind of in, just kind of enjoying their summer and kind of just like, you know, doing their thing. But I think, you know, bef- before fall, there's going to be definitely a second hit. Yeah. Once the flu starts coming around again. So. Yeah. And so with yeah. your with all your extra time off that you've had and that you may have coming up, because if they close things down again, what have you been, what have you been focused on the most? You know what? It's like summer in Spain and I'm really like, I'm really just trying to not put so much pressure on myself to like overly produce and be super productive because normally I'm a Virgo and I like to do things like, I like to do 15 things a day and like, you know, I love to, to change it up and, you know, but now I'm like, I'm in Spain. I need to enjoy this pace of like, Taking naps and like meeting up with friends after 9 p.m., getting a drink, you know, walking around, enjoying the the weather as the heat goes away during the day and just, and just enjoying my life here. I feel like, you know, and the States, I was overly like in this, like, okay, create, grind, make some money. What am I going to do next? What's the next move? And now I'm like, okay, I'm in this totally different time zone, totally different lifestyle where it's about like food and relaxing and napping. And I'm like, I just need to like really embrace this because I've been fighting it. I've been fighting Mm. this like thing. Yesterday, I slept for three hours on a nap and I was like, fuck, like, am I becoming this lazy, unproductive person? (laughs) And I'm this, you know, but but the other hand, I'm like, well, no, like we're in a global pandemic. There's not that much jobs right now. It's summer and, and it's okay to just rest. Right. And so how have, because you have had some partnerships come about since the time of COVID and all that. And both you and I, you know, we work freelance, we do consulting, but the clients are not super popping right now. So we're trying to find other things to do. How have those partnerships come about? Like, let's say like the Wheel of of Life workshop. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I love mentoring. That's what, what I'm like finding my like true calling right now is mentoring people. Um, I actually just finished, I just wrapped up my last client today with her like um, eight, eight hour mentorship that I've worked with her for like three months. Nice. And it's so, it's so gratifying, you know, and, and understanding that, you know, this summer is a time for imagination, exploration and rest that, you know, I'm going to probably pick back up mentoring and stuff by end of August. Nice. You know, so it's totally fine. I think that, you know, um, I would like to have more workshops online about yeah. like doing a wheel of life and things to improve your life and different segments and stuff like that. But for now, I think I'm just going to stay curious and just relax. Yeah, for sure. I'm curious. How did the, how did they come about though? Did they, did those people reach out to you or were you proactively seeking partnerships and things like that? Like the wheel of life, like that was like a workshop that I did like on my own. Oh, Okay. But then there was one that you did with like on the Twitch that you did fully on your own. You did that with someone. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, those are some like um, people that are trying to do like class classroom workshops for college students. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So they would hit me up and stuff like they, that. And yeah, they see that it. I'm doing yeah, I'm doing stuff like that. 
But so, yeah, I mean, what are you doing right now? I mean, I know that you're super busy with your clients and stuff like that. So what's going on with you, babe? Yeah, I mean, usually I'm super busy with my clients. <laughs> this was kind of set to be my best year ever in terms of yeah. freelance consulting. It was set, but then once uh, COVID happened, that just kind of derailed everything. And right. my clients, they just didn't have the budget to include to include my contracts with them for some of them. And then for other ones, they are only able to pay me significantly less. So, you know, it's either for me, take some of the money and just work less hours or take zero. So I obviously took like to be able to work for my clients for just less. So that's really what I'm doing. I'm not really working super hard in terms of of, of money coming in. I am just waiting things out and working on my own stuff. I've been working super hard on plantlikethings.com, doing a lot of blogs, doing Spanish and English, English language stuff, sharing more zero waste living, gardening, vegan life stuff, just really focused on developing like my own brand in terms of it being a vegan resource for people and co of conscious living. Right. So that's so mostly cool. what I've been working on. And then just stuff at the house, like really gardening and growing my own food and pickling and making things with Laura and, you know, it's yeah. just, and the podcast, it's, it's been like, yeah, that's really mostly what I've been doing. Gardening, blogging, looking for work. Oh, I've been taking a lot of, of classes, a lot of online classes, like learning, learning more insights for like the industry for social media and for marketing and also doing a lot of like SEO stuff. Cause I think it's, I want to hone in on more of my marketing attributes. So I've been doing a lot of virtual classes, which are super dope. So cool. Yeah, man. I think that's so cool because I feel like, you know, we glorified like being overly productive and it's like, maybe it's not about that right now. Maybe it's a time to really, you know, focus in and learn, you know, and like yeah. glorify, glorify and share that we're learning and we're taking our time and like, and just, and just relaxing, you know, because no one really, no one really showcases that, you know. Yeah, I think learning is of the utmost importance. We put off so many things to learn that we want to do. The garden box I had been wanting to do for two years. And I just couldn't get myself to do it with traveling and working and doing this and doing that. And finally, as soon as like COVID hit, I was like, no, this shit's happening. I'm going to be home. I'm going to grow my own food then. And so I finally allocated the time to learn about gardening, learn about my own compost, using using my compost as fertilizer, all that stuff. Heck yeah. That's so cool. I mean, yeah, they said that home improvement, like, in overall worldwide, is it grown by, like, 70%, which is so insane. So nuts, dude. Yeah, I mean, I go, when I went to the store, I I went to Lowe's. I don't shop at Home Depot anymore. Guys, don't shop at Home Depot because they support Trump, so we don't want to support <laughs> them, right? So yeah, yeah. I went 30 minutes out of the way to go to Lowe's, oh, which I also found out is Black-owned, but I have to confirm, but that's cool too. But so I went to Lowe's and they were out of all of the planting stuff. Like they had almost no soil. They had no pots. I had never seen that section like that. I was so amazed. I was like, wow, people are really doing home stuff and just gardening and just doing more of the things that, you know, that we should be doing anyway. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And yeah, I'm still curious, you know, like, um, I, I, a girl that was one, on one of my like coaching classes, she was mentioning, she's like, you know, like I'm kind of like doing a bunch of things, but I'm not like actually finishing something. She's like, I'm candle making and I'm like pickling and I'm doing all these things. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? Like just enjoy you. Yeah. Like when's the last time you got to experience it? So many different things. Like when we were children, 
It's like, you know, you're like painting crayons and playing with clay and like painting in class. It's like, it's fine. It's totally fine. Like don't lose that like imagination and curiosity and like using your hands, you know, like don't like, don't think that you're being like unproductive or you're not like a a model citizen by like using your hands and being playful again. Like don't like lose that like childlike, like that childlike, like playfulness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I feel, I feel bad because I I don't really like to take naps. I know, Laura, you said you love naps. Like, I'm not a napper. And whenever I see Chris, my partner, taking a nap and, like, being lazy, I, I like, it drives me crazy. I'm like, oh, I want you to do something. But I just have to be like, all right, just, like, take a deep breath and be like, okay, I know this is also his time so he can nap and be lazy and do whatever it is that he wants to do. <laughs> Dude, I mean, naps are essential for life. Like, it's insane. Like, in the States, in LA, I mean, you would work, you would work so much, you wouldn't even, like, sit down for lunch, okay? So, like, here, like, you have to take a a lunch at 2 o'clock. Like, it's mandatory. Like, you have to take a lunch, a two-hour lunch, relax. You could either down some crazy coffee and then work the rest of the day, or you can take a nap. And, like, exactly around 4.30 p.m., there is a energy shift here that like no matter what you're doing you can you will automatically get sleepy and on like you would just knock out or you have to just pound coffee like other than that there's no way there's a yeah. shift where everyone takes a nap here and i finally after like 17 months of living here i finally like under i understood like you really have to power through and you have to take a nap yeah. and it's fine like you take a nap you pound some coffee and then you work the rest of the day until like 9, 10. And then around 10 p.m. we start eating dinner, which is Damn, crazy. I know. Yeah. I'm always so shocked. You're like, you're eating dinner at what time? But yeah, that's just how life is there. It's just different. Different pace. It's different. It's different. It's totally fine. Taking naps is totally fine. Like you take a 30-minute nap, take a 10-minute nap. Like it, it just, their study shows that like you, uh, you, do, you are more productive and you let your body rest and you could just crush the rest of your day if you just take a nap. So... Normalize naps, guys. <laughs> Normalize nap. Put it on a t-shirt. Normalize napping. Yeah. I still won't be um, taking naps, but you guys enjoy. <laughs> oh my God. Try it. You're going to be like, damn, I was so productive. Because you know, you kind of hit that like, yeah. you kind of hit that peak after the coffee or the tea and then you kind of just need to relax. Yeah. We don't know what napping is in the States because like I we're know. all about like capitalism and moving fast and overproducing all the time. Yeah. But… You went camping this week, this weekend. How was that? Yeah, so I went camping this weekend. You know, these are some trips that we had planned from before. And in moving forward, I'm probably not going to camp as much just because the COVID cases are rising. And so I want to be responsible and just stay home more. But I did go camping this weekend. It was one of like my last camping trips for a little bit, I think. And it was great. It was super nice. Um, I think there's, there's so much to be had from going into nature and just decompressing and, and then, and really disconnecting from your cell phone and putting it aside and not being obsessed with it. And it's, it's a real reconnection. So just cooked, hung out, did, um, had a little faux wedding because we were supposed to get married this weekend. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Liz was supposed to get married this weekend, guys. That's insane. I know that was, yeah, we we had our wedding planned and back in April when our next, our next big sum of money was due, we made the decision super early into COVID that we felt like by July things weren't going to be like back to normal. So we, so we decided to cancel or postpone the wedding. And so we that so last weekend was supposed to be our wedding day. So we had this cute little uh, 
makeshift ceremony and I had a, <laughs> a big big ass pine cone as my bouquet. <laughs> oh super my cute. god. All it drunk and having fun. It was yeah, it was I super cute. That. Yeah, it was super cute. Yeah, that's so cool. The camping is the shit. I mean, if you guys don't camp, like just make the effort to find a cool camping spot. Yeah. I mean, depending on where you live, obviously. Yes. You know, get a tent, bring some food, and just like camp. And like camping is just the best. Yes, yeah. Walk around without shoes. Like ionize your body with the… Is it negative or positive ions? Whichever one. The opposite of we are. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So cool. And like, I know, I mean, your wedding would have been amazing. It's supposed to be in New Mexico. So how did you yeah. feel about that? Like, I know there's so, there's so many canceled weddings because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so crazy. Ben and Jerry's came out with this uh, flavor this like week. It was, the flavor was called canceled wedding cake. So good, man. They have just so been, good. wow, they've just yeah. been so on. I can't wait. To, I know, is it real Dude. or is it fake, right? That's the headlines. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's just like, damn, I kind of want to try that flavor. They're so good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. canceling the wedding, there was a range of emotions. I felt I felt bummed in the beginning because canceling, I mean, planning a wedding is so much more work than I thought. I mean, right. I, I knew it was going to be a lot of work, but I thought if I did it small, because what, what Chris and I had planned to do was to do something intimate, semi-intimate, because it was still going to be like 20, 25 people or something like that. Um, but even still, it was a lot of work. And so secretly, I mean, not secret now because I'm going to say it on the podcast, but I was kind of happy when it got canceled because <laughs> it was so much work. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, yay, now we don't have to plan. But at the same time, I was super bummed because I had this this little fairy tale image in my in my head of me and Chris like walking like walking there and being there and being there with all our close friends. And we had this big house and all of us were going to stay there. My friends, Chris's Chris's family and we're a dynamic family so we're gonna have everyone just be there and just get to know each other and so that's what I was sad about I was sad that we weren't gonna be able to do that and then and then I was like angry at corona and the virus and all this stuff and then I was okay with it so it's gone up and down in levels and so yeah now, and now it just is what it is I'm just waiting for the opportunity to plan again when it's when it's time but it's not time yet to plan anything yeah yeah, I think this is, you know, um, everything's going to pan out the way it's supposed to. Yes. And I think this with this with this virus, it's just going to be kind of like this long-term thing we have to deal with, right? Because, yeah. like, I mean, we're still trying to get, like, the vaccine and then people are still getting the virus. And then there's all this, like, political and social turmoil going on. So yes. I think we all just have to just—the the, the main priority right now is just to stay— Healthy. Like nothing else really, nothing else really matters. It's not really about, you know, planning the next big event or planning the next best project. You know, I think right now is kind of like everyone just stay healthy and like stay mentally healthy, right? Because everyone has like, you know, as the surge of COVID happens, so much anxiety and mental health is is like getting so disrupted in America and all around the world. So I think that, you know, talking about, talking about, like the future is creates anxiety. Right? Yeah, yeah, it does. Cause and then it also makes you feel it makes you have that feeling of when are we going to be able to plan things? Like when can we go back to being like in in next year I want to do these things? Cause right now I don't I can't say next year. I have no idea what the hell is gonna happen next year. It just feels yeah. it feels like and in in a way for me, 
as as the as the flowy Pisces that I am because I always want to just flow and I don't really want to plan too many things. I just want it to just happen. So I'm I'm reveling in these moments, but there are certain things that I wish I could just plan. But it's okay. It just is what it is. Just go with the flow, embrace your inner and your inner fish and just flow with the ocean. Yeah. And I think that's cool because I think people are right now I feel like people are so in the moment that they're processing their past, like whether it be like uh, things they threw under the rug or yeah. like um, past traumas and like dealing with past traumas and then living in the present. Yeah. And not thinking of the future. Because before, you know, anxiety-driven lifestyle would be, okay, I got this, this, and this event. I got, I got things so much like with a year, a year ahead, right? Like mm-hmm. people planning and marketing festivals and mm-hmm. traveling so much more in the future, not dealing with their past, you know, yeah. d- not dealing with the traumas or, you know, broken broken relationships or your ex-boyfriend and not living in the future. So now, I mean, not living in the present. So people now, I feel like, are more living in the present yeah. and dealing and healing the the past. So it's really nice seeing this evolvement, uh, like evolution of the of humans and 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 also focusing on what matters, right? Like yeah. the movement, racism, yes. fucking Epstein and all that bullshit with fucking child trafficking, like. Dude, that's like the number one business is child trafficking and all this bullshit that's been going on. Sex Mm -hmm, trafficking. It's mm -hmm. like, focus on what really matters right now because the planet is upside down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's been nice. It's been nice to see so many movements really get the the light shed on them that they need because there's so many crazy things happening that people had to slow down and actually pay attention to what was happening outside of Kim Kardashian's world. It's like, (laughs) there are other things happening. So it's like, it's great that it's finally getting recognized. Exactly. And like what Kanye, like doing his whole spiel and stuff. And it's like, I mean, we, I mean, we're not going to talk much about Kanye, but his like, um, his transparency, like whatever he's doing, whether it be marketing or like trying to run for president or his gimmicks to like, yeah. you know, to be in the front of the media. But I mean, it 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 it's like so transparent to show like how his mental state is. It's almost like, I almost applaud Kanye for being so transparent about, about how confused he is and how much information he has too. It's, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I won't. I won't touch the Kanye thing. To me, Kanye is kind of a sore, a sore button topic. <laughs> yeah, but I. I mean, he's. I mean, I mean, just to see him, he looks like a wounded soul. Yeah, you know, and I feel like he has mental problems, and but he's also very smart and artistic. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's 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 interesting. I just feel like his transparency of his sickness is very. I applaud him for being so transparent with his sickness. Yeah. I mean, he also you know? ha- he has access since he ha- because he has so much money, he has access to some of the best I don't what's the in- inner inner works that are available to him. Why I mean, to me I would say why is he not taking like those things, but it's fine. It's like it it kind of is what it is with him. Yeah. I mean, the I mean, Kanye isn't running by himself. He has a team of people. The whole family of those people, they have, you know, they have a plethora of like 100 people on their staff. So it's like there's a plan for everything. There's a plan for everything, but Kanye by himself, you know, like he, there's there's a a strategy and a plan to everything, but but raw, like stripped away, like Kanye looks sick, looks mentally like ill. 
And it's like, and that's what's happening to a lot of Americans. You know, the stress and the anxiety of financial burdens mm-hmm. to not knowing where their job is to, but to, you know, to appear looking like they have it all together. It, it's crazy. It's like, uh, Americans are very, we can be very bipolar and very self, like very, I, I can't explain it all tr- truthfully, you know, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some some Americans struggling with some real issues in the terms of not being able to make their bills, not getting the unemployment that they need. Not that some people haven't even gotten their stimulus check still. So there's, yeah, I'm sure that there's a lot of mental health. While while also fighting for the injustices around the world, you know? It's crazy. Yep. But damn, so tell me, I, before before we move past talking talking into uh, about our episodes from season two, how, I, I'm curious, what, what have you realized about your relationship with your partner? Because you have been only with Russ for how, I mean, how many months has it been? Like four or five months just in your apartment, just you two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... I had a lot of, I mean, I had a, I probably like during this whole like thing, I probably had like at least like a good three to four break breakdowns of not being able to do more than I can, like in the States, like being part of the uprising in America or not being able to pro- protest with you guys on the streets. Yeah. Cause like Liz, Liz was a lot on the streets, like in LA and I was struggling with that so much. Like there's so much I could do on social media and like donate to right. um, organizations and like using my voice. But it was great cause we got to use our, our, our voice through the, this podcast. But you know, I had some breakdowns with that. I had some breakdowns with, you know, just certain, so many different certain things, you know, but through it all, like my partner was Russ. He's like a crazy, insanely hard worker, talented music producer. And he was so consistent with supporting and listening and working throughout the whole thing that, you know, I just was through it all, like, I'm just so thankful to have yeah. a partner that's, like, unbiased and, and doesn't judge me for, like, you know, my emotional yeah. roller coaster of emotions as a woman, like, navigating through this pandemic and, like, yeah. just everything, you know? You know, because we always try to balance, like, with our relationships with our friends, how our parents are doing, like, finances, like, image, image yeah. uh, creating content, like all this stuff that women go through. So I'm just so mm-hmm. thankful I had a, I had my rock and and just having that rock with my partner. You know, we hardly fight, which is crazy. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, I think I think this time being with the right partner, I'm so glad that uh, individually each one of us are with the right partner during this time because this could have been so much more difficult on us and our house in general but i feel yeah. the, i feel the same way it's it's been such a it's been such a test and i've learned so much so many good things too to have the support and to just to just be in a in a loving relationship that really has thrived during this time has been super yeah Exactly. Like, yeah, it's like I think some relationships were tested, whether it be either, you know, it's not it's not really going to work out or you just get right. stronger. Right. You know, f- like, thank God, like my ancestors and spirits are like literally looking down on me to be like, okay, your relationship is like even more solid. Um, this is the right path I'm taking. And, you know, that you you're really finding your your life partner that's going to work with you and, and work with you. Right. Because it's yes. like a puzzle piece, you know? Oh, dude, it's such a puzzle piece. Like, I always say that my last relationship was such 
a circle and I was a square, like trying to fit into it. And it was just, yeah. it was so, it was so complicated. It never, it never just flowed. And as soon as I met Chris, things like instantly flowed. And, yeah. ever, and ever since then, they've just been, it's just been like that. And yeah, of course we have our ups and downs. Every couple does, but you have to come out of like the, the, luckily Chris and I are both armed as individuals to come out of our, of our disagreements as a stronger couple, because we're both armed with it on our own with we're all both armed with that knowledge of okay we want to be with each other at the end of the day that's what matters let's like let's work through this yeah yeah for sure you know and I think I've kind of like been struggling with like oh my god I want to go out and I want to do something I want to socialize and my partner's very introverted so I kind of have to adapt to that and understand like there's not anything I'm missing out on like people could be out and about vacationing if they can but like we're living in a pandemic, guys. Yeah. Like things are not functioning as normal. It's totally fine to live a more relaxed, solita- solitary lifestyle. Like yeah. it's fine. Like you know. And yeah. I think that's still, it's still hard for me to adapt to that. And like, and I think that it, you know, I'm just kind of, I feel like I'm becoming more relaxed and more at ease. And it's totally fine. You yeah. just kind of have to get through that hump of like your ego and like, I got to do this, this and this, and I got to be seen and I got to go get a drink and I got to go meet up with my friends. It's like right. ugh, fighting that, that ego driven like pattern of like my ego being like, oh my God, like fulfill me, like tempt me, like a uh, simulation. It's like, damn, fighting that is so hard. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting how, you know, we're all humans, but we all have such a different perspective. So everyone is going to have a different perspective of this quarantine time during covid for me i i've i've always been a an introvert but i learned how to be an extrovert and now since i've been home for all this time i see i see the needs that that you that you have like in my partner and chris like he wants to be out and he wants to do things but for me i'm so happy being home like i am going to have to figure out a way to to go back into the world because I've just been like so happy just finding my my like planting my roots and just doing so much inner work because there's so much in my brain that I have to to dissect that I haven't really had the time to it's been it's been super nice so it's it's like it's individually we all have our own internal struggles with it yeah 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 I sometimes I yeah there's other ways to deal with it you know but you know, just gotta always like root for yourself, you know, take care of yourself, like eat good, journal, yoga, whatever it works for you. But yeah. I think that, you know, definitely fill up your cup before yeah. you could start filling up anyone else's cup or, yes. you know, even on Instagram, like, damn, dude. During this time, I, I unfollowed so many people, oh, which good. felt so good. Because yes. I have a new life here in Spain and it's yeah. just like, I don't need to be following these kind of type of people that could be toxic toxic for my my inner you know, daily content to take in, you yeah, know? So yeah. I, that was cool. I unfollowed a lot of people. That's good. Yeah, I think it's important yeah. to always do that, to have that that good phone hygiene that everyone always talks about, where it's yeah. only follow people that are inspiring to you or motivate you and, yeah, just keep it relevant. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Got to stay, got to stay motivated, guys. So that's what, you know, we try our best to give you guys like quality content through yes. our, through our podcast. That stuff's going to help you. Things that is going to just make you a better person. And that's, ba- that's the bottom line, really, you yeah. know, to inspire. Yeah. Um. So what was your favorite like episode this season? Like, I mean, your episode. Yeah. Yeah. What was yeah. your favorite? 
I have I love all the episodes from this season, but they're two. I don't know if they stick out in my mind because they're the most recent. But from this season, I really love the episode with Sophia Rowe, our last episode, okay. and yes. our and the talk with Andrea. The talk with Andrea was just filled with so much statistical knowledge that it was great to be able to pair information with actual facts. So I love talking about all the sex stuff with Andrea, and then with Sophia, it was just so amazing to hear her talk and hear her her concepts about life and how she gives back and I thought that those two conversations were super dope and just so much to learn and 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 take from yeah yeah you know um I think our content might be it's not all over the place because it's okay to be a multi-hyphenate about about subjects that we're passionate about right you know we're passionate about, you know, community. We're passionate about sex. Like, we're, we're like, yes. it's fine to be multi-diverse, you know? Yeah. And that's a spice of life, you know? Yeah. Like, being, having an ample amount of content to just to be a better person, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, we're because cov- all that stuff is, yeah. yeah all that stuff is going to be good for you, you know? C- we're covering all the different things because we're all dynamic. And we want to know about all these different things. Just as much as we want to know about, about sex and orgasms, we also want to know about how can we be a better human. So we're giving you that content to hopefully package you into a nice conscious person. Right. <laughs> and my favorite like episode this season was um how to be your inner shaman and dealing with like plant medicine yes. with Gracie Lou, which is really cool because you know, we talk about psychedelics, LSD, and like all the th- different things that you could do with psychedelics. Yes. Um, we talk about 5-MeO and like DMT and things like that because it's insane. I've been, if you guys are not watching like um, Netflix right now, definitely watch The Business of Drugs, which is amazing, like eight-part documentary series about how, how important, to, I mean, how much drugs are filtered in the United States and all over the world. It's a, such a huge business that no one talks about. Yeah, it's not yeah. just weed. It's like methamphetamines. It's 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 cocaine. And it's like, it's such a huge business wow. around the world. Yeah. Like everyone you know has tried drugs. Everyone you know has done drugs, but no one really talks about how it affects like every single layer of the supply chain. Right. And if you guys don't watch it and it's a it's really awesome um, female host, who who is a part of the show and she talked and she used to be a um, ex ex CIA um, uh, person, but definitely watch the business of drugs on Netflix, which is epic. Yeah, that's a, yeah, um, and I think Reese's episode is is really unique and and timely because I was reading a lot of articles and studies that people were treating their depression during. COVID with psilocybin because they Ooh. are doing those research research studies and they've been doing them for a long time but now they're the the veil is finally being lifted that psilocybin is extremely helpful for people who are suffering from depression so we talk a lot about that in that episode but also there's stats about it how people are using it during COVID so Ooh, yeah so I mean educate yourself guys we don't encourage you to like do drugs but we encourage you, we encourage you to educate yourself about it and and the history and knowledge around, um, you know, all those types of types of psychedelic drugs. Yes, um, we support it, um, and yeah, I mean, expand your mind. Ex- We're coming yes. into a new paradigm of life. Uh, ha- strap yourself with the right tools and knowledge to be the best version of yourself. You know, yeah, dude. And psychedelics can one hundred percent help you achieve those things. It's not necessary, but 
open open your mind like Laura said and and learn and just keep it just keep it open. And so there are some other episodes since we yeah. are on season two. Season one has so many great episodes too. Two of my favorite ones are is our second episode, which talks about social media and mental health. That's so timely and relevant for now because while we're all at home, let's make sure that we have, you know, good phone hygiene and don't over obsess with social media. And then death row lawyer baby dre when she talked to us i thought that was such a great topic it's such a it's such a unique look into death row and capital what's it called capital punishment yeah so cool and she's a rapper and (laughs) and she's a rapper so so we're gonna we're gonna continue to give you guys those dynamic topics if there are any guests that you would like to see on the show you can dm us and we'll see how we can make them fit for season three you know we want to be there to give you guys information you want and and that you want to hear and listen to so yeah and you know we're so thankful for our sponsors this this season like this season was really monumental for us because you know, we were being, we've been giving out like free content, but this this season we finally got to partner up with some really amazing brands. Yes. It took us like almost 19 episodes to get some really awesome sponsors. Like things take time. Yes. Good things take time. Yeah. And we just want to thank you to Maari, which is an amazing uh Filipino run brand with amazing home goods and artisan crafts. Check out Maari Outer Known, which is a really dope like surf and casual brand from of uh, the from the world class surfer uh, Kelly Slater, yes, and our one of our favorite skincare lines, Luminescence, which is like amazing cruelty free vegan brand that really does wonders for your skin, which yes. is insane, That's so good. And and a stock room, mm-hmm. Liz, you want to talk about talk about stock room? Yeah, the stock room. It's a it's a website for where you can buy all your sexual needs. You can buy outfits. You can buy toys. It's it's one of the one of it's a big online major retailer for sexual pleasure fetish based in yeah fetishwear yes. based in east la like stockroom.com definitely go check it they're like the leader in fetishwear um and yeah thanks guys like we're wrapping it up we're do we're on our way to season three Yes. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for season three. Expect a lot of new things from us. We're going to be on Patreon. We're going to give you guys some exclusive content there. We want to just yeah. help you guys be a resource. We have plantlikethings.com and her why, her, herwhy.co. It's laurafama.com. Oh, laurafama.com. And yeah. then we have those two yeah. websites. So please check those sites out too. We have a lot of resources and we just want to be, a, we're here to serve you guys. Yeah. Like, drop us a comment. No, like, for real. Drop us a comment on our Instagram. Share, Help us share our platform because, you know, growing organically is super hard these days. Yes. So the more we're out there, the more love and resources that we can share with you guys. Yeah. And you can even share these things. I, like, love sharing these, our podcasts with with friends and family even because I think for the older generation, they they need to understand where where some of our ways of thinking are coming from. And I think, like, a lot of our podcasts would be are great ways for them to learn about it. Yeah. Sex, LSD. Yes. Porn, um, you know, immunity, and also the movement that's going on with right now, you know? So yep. let's all just be a part of each other's lives more and just connect more and let's just do it up. Thank you for listening to season two. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. Podcast Love you family. guys. Woo woo. Love y'all. Love y'all. Bye. 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 <laughs>